What's going on, people? Uh, we have an international man of mystery on the show. <laughs> well, he's not really a mystery. We just He's international, so Taz Worldwide, you know it. Uh, Brian Connolly joins the show from uh, Japan. He was nice enough to jump on with us uh, and talk about uh, kind of his childhood, moving around uh, to all these different countries and growing up uh, not in the U.S. <laughs> and, uh, and now he's living in Japan. So he's keeping us worldwide. Uh, and it turns out he's a goal accountability coach. We find out what that is and how he help you reaches your, help, help you reach goals and, you know, what happens after you reach those goals. So uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks for listening. Dads Worldwide. The first word in family management, family budgeting, insurance, bills. Food, vacations, research and development, homework, emails, phone calls. Last week we tried to do an oil change and ended up with a new car. Security. Doors are locked. Windows shut. House alarm is set. Fingerless gloves. Dads worldwide. Loyal listeners, possibly you. Welcome to another episode of Dads Worldwide. I'm Brendan. And I'm Jim. And with us today, we have happy father and goal account accountability coach. Sorry, that's a mouthful. Uh, Brian <laughs> Connolly. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, sir. No problem. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. Awesome. Our ple- yeah. Uh, he comes all the way from Japan. He is yes. bringing the worldwide status once again. Yeah. Is this a, Is this our first international? No. No, okay. No, this is number two, I think. Two, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, we had Jamie Hind, who was also a, uh, oh, that's a dad, right, Jamie. Dad, yeah, a dad life coach, and uh, he lives in Australia, yeah. um, originally from Scotland. Um, so, you know, we, uh, we have a few international, uh, yeah. international people, and a few, and I think we have a few in the pipeline as well for, for interviews. So, yeah. Well, hey, we don't need to talk about them. We're here yep. to talk about Brian. Hey, uh, so what time is it there? It is nine thirty a.m. Nice. Yeah. Flip so, it around. Yeah. So Ohio. no sake right now. That's what you're Not right now. Not no. Right now. no. Okay. I work my way up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told. So I did send uh, Brian a message that that Jim and I usually have a couple beers uh, while we uh, record. I said we would understand mm. that if you don't, you know, because it's morning there. I said, but. If you do, we wouldn't judge you either. Right. So, you know, be, feel free. <laughs> All right. If I need something, I'll give you a little yeah, time yeah. out. Yeah, give it a time out there. Yeah. All right. Uh, why don't you uh, start off a little bit, uh, just a, a short background. Uh, how, how many children? Um, how long have you been in Japan? Okay. Yeah, I've got one kid. Uh, she's three and a half. We're expecting another one in a Ooh, few months. Congratulations. That's yes. great. Thank yeah. you. Uh, another girl. You know, awesome. so yeah. everybody's everybody else is really happy about that. So that's great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, did. I, that's I wanted a boy, but I'm sure, you know, you know, when the kid oh, comes yeah, out, yeah. Picks healthy. Yep. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah, um, I'm in Japan, as you mentioned, uh, was actually here in high school. My parents got a job at an international school here. So I came here, graduated, but went back to the States to go to college. Uh, didn't like that. Dropped out and. uh Found some work back in Japan. So I'll hop back over, make a bit of money, 
Then I'll go back to the States, but I was pretty good at my job. People kept asking me to do it. I was teaching English and uh, got better and better at it. Started doing it freelance and uh, yeah, wound up meeting my wife uh, about 10 years ago. She didn't know she was going to be my wife. But, uh, I, I had a <laughs> Surprise. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And got married. And that was just, uh, yeah, all the reason I needed to stay here, start a family. And here yeah. I am. That's fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. All right, Jim, do you want to start off with the uh, the dad question? Yeah, we got some questions for you, Brian. Let me just pull mine up here. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. What is one skill you would love to master that you just haven't had the time to get to yet? Was this like a dad skill or like anything? Yeah, anything. anything. This is anything, yeah. Anything. Um, I've worked multiple ways on getting rid of my belly. You can't really see. I'm not, really, I'm not a big guy, <laughs> but I just have this like tire around me and um, tried exercise, tried sports, I've tried diets. And I don't know, just everything like repels for me that I try. I, I keep the weight off for a bit and it comes back. So if I could figure out, you know, what is weight loss and how do these people do it? You know, how do they like shed the fat and get the six packs abs a week later? Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that skill. Yeah. yeah, I would like that too. Yeah. <laughs> that makes three of us. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the best answer we've gotten so far. I know. <laughs> uh, what's been your proudest dad moment? Ooh, that's, uh, that's quite it's a only three and a half years of it, but you know, there's yeah. got to be something in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll go with one that was pretty recent. We moved out to. I don't want to say the boonies, but it's pretty close to the boonies. And um, there's there's a lot of bugs here. And uh, my kid was born in the city where, you know, it's like just concrete. The only animals you see are like other other people or maybe dogs at pet shops. And so for about a month, she was just like, I can't, you know, refuse to go outside because there's enemies <laughs> out there. And so everywhere I would be picked up, you know, she put her whole body like in my shirt. I didn't want to move from there. <laughs> Um, but we, we worked on it. We got to the point where, yeah, I mean, she's still freaked out at some insects, mosquitoes and flies. Everybody hates those. Uh, uh, but yeah, she got over her, her fear, you know, little by little through talk, stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, I'm hoping, you know, knowing how to do that. So in the, in the future, if there's something that scares her, you know, she'll know the process. Yeah. Uh, it should be pretty cool. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. All right, Jim. Oh, I'm up. That's (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We've only been doing this for two years. This whole back and forth question. I just, I haven't quite caught on to it yet. (laughs) Congrats on that, by the way. So you had uh, over a hundred episodes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yes. What is one thing that scares you as a father? One thing. Oh well, yeah. How <laughs> many hours you got in the show? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Having having a girl. Do you guys have sons or daughters? Daughters, I have. Yeah, yeah I have two that. boys and a girl. Yeah. So I'm sure you'll feel me on this. Just like, oh, I I hope to God that when you do get to be a teenager, first of all, you don't meet a guy like me. Uh, <laughs> 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 maybe i'll get into that later but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just secondly like i hope you make 
you know, smart decision. I don't know what it is. But I feel like if I had a boy, like you're 16, you, know, you go, you know, you, you fuck up and mess around and stuff. Ah, it's okay. You'll recover. You know, just scrape it off. Mm-hmm. But with girls, I'm just like, oh, don't do anything wrong. Like, please make all the right decisions your entire life so daddy doesn't have to worry. Um, yeah, right right now, there's not much. It's like she's going to be a teenager someday. And, you know, she's going to – you have a teenager, right? You said, Jim? Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and you're and you're on point, man. Every day, my wife and I are just like, please make the right decision. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't listen yeah. to me anymore. Yeah, I have Jim's validating your fears. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. yeah. Be scared. Be very yeah. scared. Be so afraid. So glad I came on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Great way to start your day. Get on Dad's Worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed yeah. to ruin the rest of your week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's the I, first thing that comes to mind. So, uh, funny story. Um, my, we had my first son, and one of my – I was in law enforcement at the time, and uh, one of my friends came over to me and said, uh, you're going to have a boy? I go, yeah. Congratulations. You only have to worry about one dick. <laughs> That's I, said, I said yeah that is true <laughs> that is oh. very accurate thank you yeah oh man the humor in uh that line of work no oh, i know yeah. yeah yeah it's quite interesting i'm sure uh yeah. all right brian uh what what is the most important thing that your father has passed on to you Oh, um, being serious here, uh, he is the most non-judgmental person I've ever met. Not like even parent or family member. But even I remember when I was like 19, 20, and I was like, I'm thinking of dropping out of college. And his response wasn't like, what the fuck's wrong with you? His response was, uh, why? And I told him, you know, I just, I don't, I have no motivation to go to classes. There's other things I want to do on my own okay that's what you want to do and the rest of my life uh went like 10 years later when i finally came up and i said you know when i chose to drop out of college that time went back to school later um what did you think of that he said i thought that was one of the dumbest things you've ever done but at, uh. the, at the time it was just like that's just, that's your choice uh and i've always appreciated that about him and in friends i've met and we've just been like you know you got to do what you got to do, uh, know your own values, go with that. So that's, that's the part I definitely want to emulate about him. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That, I, that's definitely the first time we've got that answer. Yep. And that's, that's huge. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how he does it. I don't know anybody quite like that. I think that would be a good question to ask them is ask him is where, I mean, did he, did he have to teach that to himself or did he learn that from someone else? You know, like that's, that's yeah. Yeah. No, he didn't get that from his family. Um, yeah. when he was 18, graduated high school, he, uh, his, his brother went to college. His dad was a dentist and he said, I want to take a year off and travel around Europe. And his whole family just acted like the world ended. <laughs> ruin your life, throwing your money away. You're yeah. doing with yourself. And he was just like, I'm, I'm doing it. I don't care if you guys like it or respect it or not. Yeah. So he definitely didn't get it from his family. So, yeah, that is a good question. Wow. should ask him. 
feel like that is mostly a learned skill. Yeah, probably. Probably. And that and the the amount of self discipline that takes. Oh, huge. Yeah. Huge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, how long you did you say you've been in Japan now? For it's about twenty years. Twenty years. All right. Well. Yeah. All right. Uh, this next question, <laughs> you're gonna have to dig deep for this. This right. next question, uh, hot dogs. Yeah, are they a sandwich? <laughs> are they a sandwich? No, they're not. And how come? No. What's your reasoning behind yeah, that? Yeah. Here we go. No, when you when you have a sandwich, the pieces of bread are separate. It's just like one one piece of bread. It's just like a sleeve. Um, a sandwich, you can just you can open it up and take it apart. And you can't do that with a hot dog. You ruined it. You break the bread, you ruined it. That's a a new, every time we ask this, we get a new valid (laughs) perspective to this question. Yep. Yeah. You agree with me, right, Jim? Yeah, I do. Brendan and I are on the same page. We do not believe they're sandwiches. No, but the, we, the, the, if you answer the other way too, the interview ends. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Here's the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the trap think... door under you. We installed it. Yeah, <laughs> you were lying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, this this is actually a debate. Seems like kind of a no brainer to me. Yeah, it's... some some people believe that it is a sandwich. So huh. yeah, but, and, the, and because it's a piece of meat between two pieces of bread. But I like your point where it's really not two pieces of bread. It's one. It's not one two separate pieces. Yeah. Yep. Well, talk to those guys. So separate the bread. You still, <laughs> yep. have, a, you still have a hot dog. Like, no, it's ruined now. Yep. Yeah. So. I can't eat that. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> eat the dog. Oh. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you have a little one. So what is one kid's book? you want to throw away and never have to read it ever again. Ooh, see, we're reading good stuff now. We oh. passed, passed that, so I'm going to have to think back. Um, I mean, I don't know about your kid, but my kids <laughs> were like, find that one book and you'd have to read it like 50 times. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. oh my God, you know. Okay, so what I did to cure that, I'm going to have to remember what the book was before this, because I was getting sick of a, a book, but it's been a while, is I found a stack of old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Adventure comics I had when I was a oh, kid. We nice. had like 30 yeah. of them. So yeah. every time she'd want to read a different one. Yeah. And I was like, fine, we've got some some variety. And if I got sick of one, I'd just hide that one. Like, oh, I don't know where to read. <laughs> yeah, that I, don't, like, yeah. I won't read the next issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, so that was my cure. But, uh, no, that's perfect. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Okay, there was a, a book. It wasn't terrible, but it was just so damn long. And of course, you know, the kids went, one more time, one more time. Oh, it was yeah. just like 80 page book. Uh, like oh. little, uh, it was like, where, yeah, where's my mother? This bird gets like falls out of a, a nest and can't find it. Yeah, his, are his you mom. my mother? Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, it's, yeah. Been, yeah. it's been a while. And then we get to yeah. the end of that, and it's like, oh, time for sleep. One more time. I would tell her, the book's 60 pages long. Yeah. She's like, oh, one more yeah. time. Yeah. Like, no, it takes me half an hour to get through. I'll read you two pages. Like, no. Yeah. And so that, yeah, that one got lost more yeah. times than you can count. There you go. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I'm not a big fan of that book either. I'm like, speed. I speed read that thing. 
boom, boom, yeah. boom. Yeah. yeah. I was looking for his mom. Still looking. Yep. Still looking. Yep. Still looking. No, it's a cow. No, it's an airplane. No. Right. All right, Jim. All right. What is the most interesting piece of trivia that you know? Oh, most interesting piece of trivia. Uh, let's see. We like to put people on the spot. Yeah, this yeah. is probably one of the toughest questions I think Jim asks. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, I was feeling yeah, some pressure. I, no, 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 no. I, I think it really is. Uh, it is kind of difficult. You got to dig deep for that for this one. I feel like I know so much because it's like all we talk about at work, and now it's just this like perfect mental block. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did you know a hot dog is not a sandwich? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, uh, no, that's not really interesting. Black is not a color. Everybody knows that. Um, what, wait, what? I, I don't. I don't think that I do. Okay, that. I'll. I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, the Japanese actually have three alphabets, and um, the biggest one, kanji, is actually six thousand different letters. What? Uh, but. The average Japanese person only knows about two thousand of those. Wow, that's still like, pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, and they learn them in about three or four years. Wow. So next time your kids complaining about uh, writing the ABCs or anything, just, yeah, that's I'll send you to Japan. That's awesome. Oh wow! Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. So I've been here twenty years, and I've got about five hundred of them. So working on it. Now, can you speak uh, Japanese? Uh, well enough, you know. Yeah, I'm not you as get, good as I should. Be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't help but get yeah. conversational with it, right? Hot dog in Japanese is hotodogu. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would have been great as the trivia. Answer. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> should have thought a little harder. <laughs> you went with the alphabet. That's good. <laughs> uh, all right, what is one thing you hope your child learns from you? Oh, um, hmm. That's kind of a bad sign. I can't think of anything, huh? Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, it's going to be a little, not a very uh, deep answer, but uh, I'm I'm trying to be non-judgmental. So I want her to be, I hope she's, you know, open-minded, particularly, you know, as a half American, half Japanese kid uh, who's got family in different parts of the world. Just, uh, yeah, being open to different ways of thinking, um, enjoying different things, you know, different kinds of people. Yeah, Perfect. Good. That's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, Jim, you got one more? Uh, one more. All right. What is one high-level job you could talk your way into? A high-level job? No one, and yeah. no one would know. Oh, no, I, I think if I could fudge some stuff and uh, lie about things, I think I could be a university professor. Um, I'm really nerdy. Nice. I like reading. <laughs> nice. I'm the kind of person who goes on Amazon and goes like, oh, the second edition of this textbook is uh, 10 bucks. I'm going to buy this and read the whole thing because I'm bored. <laughs> um, and so I could probably talk 
use enough of like the right words you'd be like yeah. oh this guy knows his stuff and if i had like uh, could pay somebody to forge a phd diploma for me i'm a i'm a doctor i studied this for 13 years um yeah i think i could stink my way at least into like a community college there you go yeah i like that answer yeah, just get, get know, canva and go to town yeah yeah right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's high level that's high level yeah uh all right uh my last question what is one piece of advice you would give to new fathers oh uh (laughs) don't listen to anybody else uh especially single people about how to raise a kid (laughs) yeah i've never heard a single person give me good advice about anything regarding kids but they have dogs brian yeah. Yep. <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> I, I, just, I should take that into consideration. Like, yeah. you, have, you have a dog, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 You're right. Exactly. Great. I lock. I lock my kid in the kennel too. Yeah. 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 Put cereal in the bowl and throw it in the corner of the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Definitely do not. I mean. Yeah. If, there, if there's something like everybody's saying, like. One one thing, like I wish I'd listened to, I was like, yeah, yeah, is uh, don't don't expect to get any sleep for six months. And I wish I had prepared for that because that was that was absolutely true. I don't I don't think that's something you can pre- prepare for. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, it's that's one thing that you just gotta deal with, muscle yeah. through. Yeah, unfortunately, there, there was a point yeah, in time prepared. when I I think my wife and I were like, we are never gonna sleep again. <laughs> Yeah, you come to that realization. You come to that realization. Never gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Not to get too heavy and philosophical, but the Buddhist adage that this too shall pass. Keep keep that in mind. Yeah. Nothing going through the temper tantrums. Nothing's gonna last forever. Uh, Eventually, it'll stop, and the bigger problem will come up. So don't worry about it. Yep. Well, I Um, think Jim gave uh, one of the best uh, advice. It was to you know, or I think I'm not sure he received it or just. I think you received it, Jim, but, uh, to savor every moment. Yeah. Even the, even the crazy ones, even, the the crying, mm. the, the night, you know, the night when you're like frustrated, you want to go to bed, uh, just to, and I, and I really thought about that one after he said it. And I think that's true. Yeah. Cause you, you know, I see my eight year old, I see my six year old and, mm. you know, and, and now like uh, my daughter's almost two, mm. and, you know, and when we started this podcast, they weren't here yet. Yeah, no, they <laughs> he, weren't. You know, his daughter, yeah. and my daughter. So, um, yeah, savoring those moments. So, uh, in I think remembering that this you know, too shall pass. You know that that mm-hmm. you know that could help to mm-hmm. you know savor those moments. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, if we're getting really uh, cheesy and soppy here, uh, I'll give a bigger one, which is uh, one piece that I heard that's helped me through so many difficult moments and periods is just remember that ultimately your kids just want to be loved. They're not yeah. doing anything intentionally because like I'm, well, I don't know when they get a little older, maybe, but at least when they're younger, yeah. they're not yeah. trying to irritate. You. They're not trying yeah. to make you upset. <laughs> they just, they have no idea how to get what they need. So they act like this, but beneath it is like, please love me, care about me. Mm-hmm. If you can yep. remember that, it's so easy to like, all right, 
you know, you're, I'm about to pull my top. But, yeah. yeah. Let's cool down yeah. a bit. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough to be in that moment and to cool down. It's very difficult. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. is, it is. Yeah. But it's true. You know, if the kid's crying or cranky or something, there's something wrong and they're, they can't communicate it with you a lot of times. So, yeah. They don't yeah. know. Yeah. They're learning, still learning all yeah. that stuff. Absolutely. All right. Awesome. Awesome answers. Yeah. Great, great. answers. All right. Um, no, so, yeah, I, I'm I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you didn't ask for the questions. I would have said no anyway, but uh, you know, <laughs> oh, we we like to keep we like to keep the answers uh you know fresh you know and so yeah non rehearsed yeah yeah that makes sense if you were if you were to tell me you were going to give them to me I would have been like no, I'm just, no, no. yeah there you go I like it yeah. uh, before we get into the goal accountability thing and your mm-hmm. travels and all that stuff I just have a few questions my own actual general curiosity. Uh, the first one being COVID measures in Japan. Right. Uh, what, what were they? What are they? Okay. So the nationally, the government did nothing for a very long time. It was just kind of uh, prime minister decided to cross his fingers and hope it go away. So we could have the Olympics. That didn't work too well. It wasn't the, the best policy measure. <laughs> numbers kept going yeah. up so the the interesting thing though i think japan's doing better at least than most countries in the world and nothing has been mandated everything has been uh, highly recommended by the government and yet people comply um japan is just that kind of culture where uh, somebody showed me a video on youtube of like this guy at a pta meeting refusing to put on his mask so security had to come and drag him off and it was just like, what's wrong with that guy? And I've had friends in the States tell me, oh, there's, there's lots of people like this. Just, you know, uh, I hope I don't offend any political sensibilities, but, you know, more freedom, more America. You know, and Japan doesn't just doesn't have that attitude. It's like they're they're hyper concerned about, you know, how what I'm doing is affecting other people. So you go out and it's like maybe some 100 year old guy who just doesn't give a shit anymore, doesn't have his mask on. But uh Everyone else has got it. Uh, when things got a little worse, the, the government was offering kind of a subsidies to establishments that were open late at night to, to close. So they give them a little stipend every month uh, yep. to help them keep their business going. But a lot of businesses, uh, yeah, shut down. School, a lot of schools closed here and there. Like my school, my university is closed. So uh, the administrators have to go there and administer stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know what they do but uh that's officially he, official yeah. yes yeah, yeah. Stamp, stamp everything yeah. um but uh the faculty and the students are, are staying home they don't enjoy it but that's what the government recommended so that's what everyone's doing and uh, yeah things have been pretty under control particularly the death rate i don't know if you know about that it's extremely low in japan it's been like a hundred deaths the past six months or something well, e- even though that they had a spike, um, I don't feel like the death rate was really high. I think that they had yeah. didn't Japan have a really high spike in cases, but not necessarily a death. Yeah, the death right. toll. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. uh, the uh, I, I heard an a- I heard a I don't know if the anecdote is true, but that the government sent everyone masks, but they sent them the wrong size. Like they sent baby <laughs> masks to everybody. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, they sent. Did that happen? Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so we got funny. ours. Yeah, we just hung them up on the wall, and people were sharing pictures. Like, <laughs> I guess I could put this on my dachshund, my, my toy poodle. I guess I can't wear this. Uh, so we yeah, wanted a podcast. Buy, buy I was, a, a podcast I listened to on the regular was like, yeah, he's like, he's like, you know, Japan already. Uh, you know, when this type of thing happens, they say that the Japanese people already wear masks. Like they're already kind of accustomed to it. It's not a strange thing for them. So they have their own masks. They do their own thing. Uh, But they said that the government sent everybody masks and they all sent them child sizes. (laughs) It was so funny. I I was like, this can't be true. Like this cannot be accurate. So I, yeah. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, (laughs) It was that long ago, right? Yeah, COVID came out, and the government was like, don't worry, everybody. We've got masks covered. And some of you can't afford them. They're being sold out. They'll get to them. And then, like, a month passes. And they're not here. Two months pass. They're not there. And then my wife comes, and she has this, like, face like this. Like, what? And the masks came. But look at this. <laughs> and they're, like, with, like, the size of this little floss box. Put that on your yeah. mask and protect everybody. That's great. <laughs> That's great. That was a historical moment for our country, yeah. Yeah, that is hilarious. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, okay. So that's I was really uh, I was really curious as far as that went. Um, thank you. And yeah. Uh, yeah. and then I guess uh, my next question is: uh, so I saw that you're a, a libertarian. You identify as libertarian. Now, yep. did did you come to that when you were living in the states, or has that? been something that you've on realized uh after you've traveled uh to several different countries that's an interesting question um my parents were really conservative so if you had asked me when i was in the states i would have said i'm conservative you know republican leaning yeah but i think my dad introduced me to uh hayek f.a hayek and um milton friedman yep uh so i started reading a lot of them and watching their videos and realized I agree with a lot of what they said and they're actually libertarian as opposed to it. So I started looking into the difference and yeah, essentially socially, I would consider myself more on the liberal side, but fiscally, yeah, more conservative. Um, depends on the specific issue, of course, but yeah, that was something just in Japan because of the process of reading and listening to those particular guys. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. I was just curious. I saw that. I was like, whoa. I was like, mm-hmm. I I did not expect that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially since your hometown's French. Connecticut. Like, that's got to be rare. Yeah. Can't go back there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed. <laughs> He's not allowed. <laughs> no, I was, I was born there, but I actually grew up in Alaska, which is, uh, Alaska's really divided. There are a lot of, a lot of people like lean strongly one side or the other. You've got like, you know, the hunters go out and I'm going to catch my own food, not the no government taxing my guns. Mm-hmm. And then you've got people on the other side, you know, with uh, the Na- Native American treatment. Isn't that great there? So a lot of people fighting for that social justice and that sort of thing. But not a lot of people in the middle, which I consider myself a lot closer to. So that's being in that environment probably informed me more than Connecticut did. Nice. Yeah, I think libertarians are more in the middle than anybody else. Probably, yeah, I don't know too many extreme libertarians. I think they're called anarchists. But, uh, yeah, I think most, yeah, well, ANCAPs or something like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, uh, yeah, I guess let's, I guess, uh, Jim, do you have any questions before we 
get into the travel and stuff. No, like I'm that. curious to talk about traveling. Okay, so you said you're, yeah. you're born you're born in Connecticut, uh, but you grew up in in Alaska. So I guess uh, maybe we should go through the list of countries that you've uh, actually lived in and uh, go from there. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, okay, so I was born in Connecticut. Spent a year in Vermont, which is basically just uh, miniature Connecticut. And then yeah. uh, <laughs> I heard it's, they're it's actually ni- it's nicer though. It's green. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I heard they're paying people to live there now, though. Is that true? Uh, yes, I think they're trying to pass something to. Uh, yeah, I think they're trying. I don't know if they have, but yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I live in New there. Hampshire. Yeah. So. Oh, well, New Hampshire's nice. Been to Keene a few times. What part of uh, Vermont did you live in? Rutland. Rutland. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I know right where that is. Okay. And from there, we went to Alaska. Uh, spent about 10 years there. So it was elementary school, junior high school. And high school is spent a year in South America, two years in Europe, and a year in Japan. Just hopped around a lot. Um, after I graduated, I went to uh, North Carolina State. So I was in Raleigh, Raleigh for a couple of years. Yep. In a year in Wilmington. And then hopped back over here to Japan. I was in Osaka. So I don't know if you guys know, but it's like the the next biggest city after Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I've been here for the past 20 years. Now, is it just work that drew you back there, or was it something else that you just really enjoyed it? Or well, it was a work little that, bit of both? Yeah, I guess you'd say that. It was work that drew me here, but it was the, the country and the language and the opportunities that kept me here. Um. Yeah, I wound up being pretty good at what I was doing. Met a lot of interesting people, a lot of expats. It's a big city here. And so I decided, you know, I want to get really good at my job. Uh, I want to learn this language. Never learned a language before. I feel like this is like the opportune time to do that. And yeah, I wanted to connect with people from all over the place doing different things. People had uh, businesses going, translations, opening their own schools, uh, teaching at universities here. Um, yeah, it's like here I can meet these people and learn these things and do these things, or I could go back home, you know, where I was working at a movie theater or restaurant while I was going to school Mm -hmm. and what do I really want to do? So here I am. Yeah. 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 And how long were you in, uh, South Africa? Uh, I was in South America for just a year. Oh, South America. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. One year there. And what about Europe? Europe, that was Austria. Okay. Yeah. And how long were you there for? To that, that was two years. Two years. Uh, okay. Yeah. My parents wound up with these like short-term contracts. And they would go to these big conferences looking for other international schools to teach at. And so they wound up, uh, actually, no, I went to South America by myself. That's right. I have some family there. And then they found a job in Europe for two years, found a better job in Japan. That's what brought us all here. And, uh, they worked here for about 15, 20 years as well. And are they still in Japan or did they come back to the States? No, they. Uh, my dad went back to the U.S. My mom okay. went back to South America. That's her okay. home country. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, yeah. what was, other than Japan, what was your favorite place? To live. Um, I like North Carolina a lot. 
Yeah. Uh, especially Wilmington. Just um, this the size of the place. It There were only about 100,000 people there, but it felt like a really big town. It felt a lot bigger, uh, probably because it was a college town. Just the weather's awesome there. I've never yeah. experienced better weather in my life year-round. Uh, being next to the beach is nice, you know. Um, yeah, and I think I think about like Alaska and no offense, like New England, like no, don't think I want to. <laughs> New Hampshire's all right. Yeah, Boston. Jim, cool, Jim, but... Jim doesn't want to be here either. No. Yeah, no, I'm no. in Mass. I'm in Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> Where would you like to be, Jim? Uh, Florida. I don't want to. Go. Oh, I want to go like, back to Florida. Yeah. Florida is awesome too. Yeah. What? How did you? How long were you in Alaska for? You, ten years. You ten years. How yeah. did you deal with the the daylight up there? Isn't it? Is oh the, man, you don't. You just suffer through it. Um, suffer through, huh? Yeah. Summers are great as a kid because yeah. you're just like, I can't. I can't go to bed now, Mom. It's too. It's still sunny. It's two in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's like two in the afternoon. I'm gonna go play. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty cool, but the the darkness gets to you. Yeah, I bet. Nobody talks about it. Yeah. Um, but just waking up and it's like pitch black outside. Nobody wants to be up. Nobody wants to be outside. How long? How long is that for? Well, if you're down in the city Anchorage for the southern part, that was about three three months. I, I'm going to say about a month. Oh my god! Like, it's like almost 24 hours. Oh. Uh, if you're up in Barrow, <laughs> the very tip. If people yeah. don't know this because you look on a map, you're like, oh. You know, Osaka's, uh, Alaska's a pretty good size, but it's like, what is it, like three times the size of Texas? It's a huge place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's enormous. Yeah. The, the farthest point, Barrow, uh, is pitch black for a good two to three months. And, um, yeah, wow. I don't know if you've seen that movie, 28 Days. It's a vampire's wet dream because it's just dark all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, And that, that place is just depressing. That's like, you know. I have no prospects and no hope in my life, but I got a job up there. Do I kill myself or move to Barrel? God, what a, <laughs> what a, it's a tough choice. Uh, it's the kind of place it is. I feel like there's other jobs in the world. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. I'm good. Oh, but, yeah, it's, it's now, nice. Now, what's it like uh, – in Austria, in the uh, now what what the schools that you ended up going to were they English speaking or did you have to s- struggle along and, and try to try to catch up? No, I was lucky. It was an international school, a place okay. where my parents got a job, so it was like a UK program. All the classes had to be in English, but uh, yeah, it was cool because you got to mix. That's a thing about Europe. Is like in America, for example, even Japan, if you want to experience a different culture, you got to get on a plane and go off somewhere in Europe, you just like hop in your car, get on a train yeah. for a couple hours and you're in like a totally different culture. And this place had like all of that mixed together. So people from various countries in Africa, all over Europe, people from the States there too, Australia. And you really got like, it really did open my mind that there's all kinds of people in the world who see all kinds of things as good, bad, the right way to do things, wrong way to do things. Um, and so now, like after that, moving to different towns or countries was just like, you, you expect things to be different. You expect to be shocked. So it's not as, as big a deal. Uh, so it was a really, really good experience. And uh, yeah, I still have friends from there who live all over the place now. 
So if you want more worldwide dads, uh, I can hook you up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess I, I always think of like, oh, you're going to a different country. It's got to be like, yeah, I'm always thinking like it's shockingly different, you know. But I mean, like, if you're yeah. going to international school, everything's in English. I can see how it's not as as shocking, you know. But it's great not that you're much. able to meet people and uh, you get to you get their culture and it's it's you know and and like you said europe you can travel in a in a car and be somewhere in an hour that's completely different so so what was one place that you traveled say in austria well like that you traveled to that was just amazing oh oh well actually one of my favorite experiences um i can't believe my parents okayed this but (laughs) uh you guys are my age so you remember pearl jam Yep. Oh yeah. But uh, they decided to do a European tour. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And my parents just like, you know, I can't stand your music. You can listen to it, but I hate it. And I said, I yeah. want to go see them live. Like how? And I said, uh, I know where they're playing. Um, I know how to get to these places. I can get a hotel. Let me go by myself. I was like 15, 16 years old, what? and uh, they said, okay. Wow. And I got a big duffel bag with just a bunch of food and clothes my passports and everything and i took a train to hungary and czech uh, the czech republic to go see wow and uh yeah got got lost on my way to hungary is uh booked a hotel taxi driver took me to the spot it was just an empty building no way (laughs) (laughs) the double bag with my passport i had some money fortunately so what yeah. the fuck do I do? There's no, there's no cell phones. You know, the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> Google the hotel. So I spent like two hours walking around, found some cheap place, stayed there, and wow. uh, yeah, that was a great experience. It's like in the states, of course, you know, traveling on your own would still be scary, but it's it's still America. You know, you know how shit yeah, yeah. these young people are. But right over there, but no matter like, where you land, someone's speaking English. Right. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, speak yeah. the word Hungarian. Yeah, yeah. So I just walk in the place and I'm like, bed. Yeah, and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah weirdo, it's over there. My thought was asking for a, just a toilet or something, but yeah. kind of place. Yeah, um, yeah. so I, that's just kind of a story I carry with me now. I was like 15 and able to traverse these like, different cultures i couldn't speak the language just had to figure out how to communicate so the the idea now of like you want to go some little town here that nobody's ever heard of like sure i've done stuff like that before that's crazy that's great yeah. i don't know if i could let my kids do that <laughs> i don't know i don't know I'm I, like, I still I'm don't know to, i was like i'm trying to put myself in that that. Did your parents even talk about it, or did they just like, yeah, all right, I, go ahead? <laughs> I think, I think when I approached my parents, my dad was just like, eh, sure, but looks at my mom and she's like, so oh, hold on, we got to talk about this a bit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he was fine with it. Uh, to, but to this day, I have no clue what induced them to say okay. Especially now that I have a kid. It's right, like, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I Dad, I'm questioning your ability to parent. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
that's when maybe, it started. Maybe he should have been a little more, more judgmental. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but he look at he look at me now. He's like, "You're not dead now, are you? Okay, you're not dead. Fair enough. Job. That's yeah. a fair point. That's a fair point. <laughs> Too much. All right, so you, Jim, you got a question. yeah, so you have a uh, a degree in organizational management, uh, uh, leadership, but yeah, yep, and uh, you do some goal coaching. Is that what you is that what you do full time over there? Goal coaching? Uh, it's something I decided to do recently. Um, okay. I'm just about to complete my coaching certification, so uh, I really I love coaching. Yep, um, I've been a teacher for the past twenty years, which is is good, but like. Coaching is a bit different than, than teaching in that uh, you know, you're working like on an equal level with yeah. uh, the client or whoever it is you're working with. I, I love that approach. I don't like the, like, I don't know how you guys feel about education, but I don't like the approach of like the teacher is the head, the expert, you know, the sage on the stage. And the students are just like passing L- us. Lording over you. Mm-hmm. and Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah, coaching really attracted me and decided to start taking it seriously. And one of the biggest things that's helped me, and I've learned a lot about on my own and through school to a degree, is you know, how to set goals and how to keep keep going, how to keep that motivation going. And um, I feel that you know, a relationship with somebody, somebody who can give you feedback, somebody who can hold you accountable and uh, you know, give you some mentoring and advice when you need it. Um, a lot like, like being a parent, you know, uh, kids want to learn and kids want to get better, but if they don't have somebody to like, you know, feed off of, hang off of, tell them like, Hey, you're doing great here. I'll just need to make a little change there. Um, it's really hard for them to feel like they're progressing and to stay motivated. So I like that component of growth and learning. And I think coaching is a great vehicle for that. So that's the direction I'm headed. So are you going to continue to teach or are you going to make the, the leap and, and do the coaching full time? And at some point, yeah. yeah. When, uh, you know, build up uh, the business well enough, get enough clients and it's looking like, yeah, this is really viable. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely want to take that leap and do it full time. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, I think a lot of uh, adults don't really, I don't know if they, don't think they need the help or don't realize they need the help. Uh, setting the goals is the easy part. Following through is yeah. the the difficult the difficult yeah. one. Set, yeah. Yeah. yeah, setting realistic goals is, is I'm, I'm guessing is the biggest part of your your job. You know, it can go either way. It's kind of funny yeah. with with some clients. It's they yeah they can have something too big that makes sense if you're like okay i'm putting myself out there 10 years and this is like this is where i am this is where i'll be all right what are you going to do about that tomorrow uh watch some tv i guess think yeah. about it some more <laughs> right drink right. a few beers uh all right good luck then um yeah. but with a lot of people it's the opposite they have uh i want to like i i mentioned i want to lose my my gut mm-hmm. it's like okay but what what happens after that i don't know yeah i think that and in their head, it's like if they accomplish this, then life will be fulfilling suddenly. But uh, obviously, you know, you've had a podcast for two years, and I'm sure you got a massive uh, following and probably the most popular 
dad podcasts yeah. on the planet, but there's got to be something more, right? We have I lots know. of listener. <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah. That's... yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think sometimes people sell themselves uh, a bit short and they don't look down the line. Like, you know, okay, why do I want this goal? Or what do I want five years from now or 10 years from now? And it's just so unrealistic to think they could have something bigger yeah. that they try to keep them really small, which is smart on New Year's because nobody keeps a New Year's resolution. So that was my trick. It's like mm-hmm. my New Year's resolution is to uh, wake up tomorrow at six o'clock. Did it. Boom. 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 Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Another year started strong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like your style, uh, sir. I think yes. I'm gonna adopt that one. <laughs> yeah, I get to be part of the elite three percent people who actually keep their New Year's resolutions. Yep. Twelve oh one. I'm drinking another beer. Boom. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. But yeah, having that that balance of like have some big dreams, but you know, start now with something realistic, as you said. Right. Yeah. And what made you want to get into the coaching end of it? Oh, that's a potentially a big question, but um, I I like the idea of mentorship. Uh, the idea that you know people who have been there and done that before us have a lot to to offer us and teach us, especially if they know how to motivate. And they, mm-hmm. they know how to really connect and communicate. And I think that that's starting to, we're starting to lack that um, in society, like at, at both a, like a small level, you know, within families and communities and also a societal level. Um, we're getting disconnected. Generations are getting disconnected. And I think that's kind of sad. And I thought uh, coaching looked like a really good vehicle mm-hmm. for, you know, being that, that guy for somebody younger who's like, you know, I have these ambitions, I have these goals and dreams, but I don't, the only guidance I have are like these celebrities I see on TV and YouTube uh, or these, these books that can't talk to me, they, they can right. teach me stuff, but they can't answer my questions. And it's like coaching can be, you know, really intimate. So we're talking kind of like we're talking and it can, there's that feedback there of like, well, I'm having this problem. Well, let's, let's work through it together. Instead of like, here's a book. Good luck. Um, yeah. So, and I feel like I don't know about you guys. We're we're the same generation, but 20 years ago, I kind of wish I had that, like somebody to be like, hey, I got a problem, question, um, a goal. Can I can I talk to you? Yeah. Um, I had my parents to a degree, but my my dad and his like hyper non judgmentalness was just like, well, whatever you want. All right. Thanks, Bob. Yep. yep. Yeah. I'll go get drunk with my friends and ask them. Then they'll give me yep. better advice. For sure. Do you have any uh, weed? Yes. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, I wish I had a mentor back then uh, as far as, yeah. you know, maybe a little more guidance. Uh, not that, that my parents didn't try, uh, but I think sometimes, uh, you know, when you're 17, 18 years old, you don't want to listen to your parents anymore. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe someone else, you know, to slap me in the back of the head would have been a yeah. good thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, for sure. Uh, but then again, I don't, I, I mean, at 18, it's one of those things you really know, 
even going to college, I went in the military, uh, going to college, you know, doing whatever you're doing. Do you really know what you want to do? Do you, I, I envy the people that really do, <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, that, that, that find whatever calling that they believe in and boom, that's it. That's what they do. They follow through and they go through with it and they're, that's what they do for 20, 30 years. I, I yeah. kind of envy those people, you know? Uh, but yeah, I, I so I mean, I guess I wish I, I wish I had a mentor when I was kind of in my mid twenties. I feel like I would have definitely, most definitely benefited (laughs) from someone that. (laughs) Yes. That is a, that is a valid assessment. (laughs) You don't have to agree with me that hard, Jim. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But he was there and he probably could have benefited as well. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. That's, that's actually the, the age range that, I like talking to the most is like mid twenties. I'm going to say the early thirties because that's when they're like, Mm -hmm. Oh shit's getting real. Um, I wish, you know, there's somebody in my corner, you know, I'm Rocky. And then, um, Oh my God. Mickey. Thank you. Yes. I have my Mickey there. (laughs) Slip slip my mind. I saw you struggling. I was going to, I'm here to help. That that hurt. Thank you. Um, but I think, (laughs) <laughs> that's me that's, that's my coaching voice yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. gotta set goals yeah. um but uh i think to touch on your other point though i think there's a a lot of people who get really committed to something very early on and because it's works and they're good at it they work it work it work it and from an outside perspective it's like wow look at them moving up they're doing so great. They must be so happy. But very often they commit to something that they didn't really want to do in the first place, but because they don't know or, or feel like there's other options, they're like, I got to do this. And they wind up being 40 and successful by you know societal terms, extremely unhappy because they didn't yeah. actually explore, you know, who am I? What do I want to do? What kind of life do I want to lead? And um, that that can be almost worse in a sense than somebody who like wanders around for too long and then finally finds something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, True. Yeah. Yeah. There's a precious few who like, yeah, they find their calling early Mm -hmm. on and they are happy and they are successful. But uh, a lot of people look like, I think who look like they're living that life, but they're really not. Yeah. Mm. So, Oh, sorry. I, go ahead, Jim. I still don't know what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Anytime uh, now. It'll happen. Yeah, I know yeah. it. Yeah. It's I'm funny. Just gonna, my I goal can... is to just sit and wait, and I'm yeah. hoping it'll fall <laughs> yeah. in my lap. And uh, keep up keep up the podcast in the meantime. Yeah. 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 We're still waiting for that million-dollar check to come in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same here. Yeah. I put it on the goal list. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Someone send me a check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's on my bucket list. Yeah. Million dollar check in the mail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I Brian, I can't thank you enough. It's yes. been a blast. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and uh thank you for keeping up our worldwide status. Yep. Much appreciated and thanks for reaching out. Oh awesome. All I right, really people, appreciate, uh, appreciate you know how... the opportunity. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, all right, people, you know how to get a hold of us. Uh, Brandon at dadsww.com or Jim at dadsww.com. Uh, yeah, only done it for two years, but you know, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, Brian, uh, it's very rude of me. Um, are, are you taking international clients or or what? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I'm so, how do people get a hold of Brian if they want? They need a they need a goal accountability coach. How do they How do they get a hold of you? Okay. Well, uh, the easiest way right now is um, my email. I guess if I can throw that out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is uh, very easy to remember. Life Coach Brian C. Like the letter C. Uh, at Gmail. I uh, just started. So I'm just using Gmail. Uh, I do have a website. And this is embarrassing because uh, <laughs> I got to double check. Make sure it's right. right yeah, yes, you don't want to send people to the wrong place. Yeah. Uh, just got put up there. Need some tweaks. But it is uh, also Life Coach Brian C. So exact same spelling uh, dot com. So people can go up there, kind of see what I'm about. And uh, yeah, book a, book a free session if they want to talk to me. See if we're Perfect. a good fit. See if I can help them out. It's awesome. Absolutely. Excellent. I appreciate the plug. No, oh, absolutely. Should have done it before. Uh, you know, I know, like I said, we've only been doing it for know. two years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. We're going to get good at this, man. I'm yeah. telling you, we're going to get good at this. Uh, all right. So, people, uh, thanks for listening. If you can't stand us, you know how to get a hold of us. Hate mail at dadsww.com. Do I'm not forget. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Brian, that's where we get all our mail. Don't let Brian oh, yeah. yeah, Every single one of them. Yeah. Every yeah. single one. <laughs> They're hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't forget to review, subscribe, and like, and share, and go visit Brian. Yes. Get a free session. Get a free Mm -hmm. session. Doesn't hurt to talk to him. Let's talk. Yeah. All right, guys. Appreciate it a lot. That was fun. Absolutely. All right. right. Thanks for listening. Later. Later. Dads worldwide. Loyal listeners, possibly you. you.